Hey everybody, welcome to Just Drink About It, a podcast where we talk about controversial issues with 100% speculation and zero research. My name is Sean. I'm Joe. Today we're talking about consciousness. Joe, what are you drinking right now? I am drinking a Zinfandel by Chronic Cellars and a vodka soda with cherry bubbly and kettle one vodka. What are you drinking, John? I am drinking that same... Uh, Zinfandel by Chronic Cellars. Um, mine is in a wine glass, and yours is in a highball glass. Yes. Um, very, very fucking fancy. I'm highballing it. Yeah, and dude. can I just say, what the fuck, man? What? <laughs> you you switched up the intro on me. Did Normally, I? I do the intro. Oh. And it totally... No, I'm glad you did, because I oh, couldn't man. get it right. Yeah. I tried for, like, two takes. I couldn't get it right, guys. I stole it from him. Yeah, and he just swooped in, stole my nuggets, and... How, how'd I do? Did I... That was pretty good, okay, yeah. Okay, I nailed it. Yeah, All right. That was pretty good. I'm going to leave that in there, and that's the intro we're going to use. Right on. But, my God, you stole it from me. Glad you guys could witness this but, historic moment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, today we're talking about consciousness. Um, and you guys might remember in the previous episode, we touched a little bit upon it, upon it when we were talking about dreams and where that line is drawn between what is being conscious and what is being unconscious and how does that kind of influence the way that we see dream states and real states. Joey, what do you think being conscious means? And your cookie ergo sum... Um, kind of analysis. Well, first off, Sean, fuck you for stealing my lines. All right. <laughs> I guess this is a fucking podcast run by Sean now. This he is can a free fucking edit it. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. We've had a few drinks, so um, forgive us. But um, what I think about consciousness is that honestly, I really don't. I want to give you an answer. I want to give you what comes to the top of my head, but at the same time, I know that that's not true because I can tell you that I think consciousness is, is what we're doing right now. We are being conscious, something that. We can take in stimuli and respond to stimuli. We can think. If we're taking in Descartes, I think, therefore I am. I am currently thinking. Therefore, I am a thinking thing. So consciousness is just us being able to think. But it gets kind of blurry when we're talking about dreams. Because in dreams, whether lucid or not, you're still thinking of things, whether it be what you're doing in the dream, how many fingers you have, or what the clock looks like in your lucid dreams, or the fact that you can even conjure up a dream. That in and of itself is thinking. Right. Maybe it's not your active consciousness, but you are creating a scenario in which you live in, which is you thinking of that thing. That's why the dreams that you have are pretty much movies that you star in. It's because you're thinking up that world for yourself. Yeah, I mean, so to say that you're conscious, essentially you're asserting, means to have a mind that can conceive of some sort of thing, right? means to have the ability to conceive, in essence. And be able to express. Or is that just one facet? Well, of what consciousness really is. Scratch that, be able to express because dogs and cats can't, but we do know they're conscious. Or they can, but we don't understand it. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, but then that becomes a very human-centric um, kind of analysis of what consciousness is. It's very speciesist. Speci- speciesist. Speciesist, yeah. Speciesist, yeah. Speciesist. Peter Singer talks a lot about he's a speciesist. Okay. Um, but this isn't the Peter Singer podcast. Yeah. This is the Sean and Joe podcast. If you want to know more about that, go check him out. Also, look up heavy petting while you're there. Sure. Um, 
Yeah. If you think he has some great works, read his critique on the essay, Heavy Petting. It's great. You'll love it. Um, but anyways, back to consciousness. Um, where were we at? Um, no, I was just... I was saying um, it's just a... Being conscious is being able to conceive of something. It's having a mind that can create a scenario or have an understanding of the surroundings in which it's situated. And I think the ability to communicate that sort of conception is secondary to what consciousness is. Um, To go back to my plant example, a plant can't communicate. A plant can't do anything other than display through color and vibrance and um, how perky it's standing up. Oxygen. Um, yeah, it can't communicate anything other than um, whatever's available through those means. And to say that a plant is not conscious is very speciesist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or No, species only applies to animals. There's species of plants. Damn it. Fuck. Uh, so... I think I think the main thing going into this con- this argument or this uh, conversation is to think that everything that we talk about, everything that we say, everything that we think, do, and imagine is through the lens of the human. Um, it's through what we know, what we've read, what we've seen, heard, smelled, tasted, sensed in any fashion. Um, it's in and of itself just a very speciesist analysis and because we have no way of looking outside of that <clears throat> and trying to understand what being conscious means to some sort of individual in a different species, another animal, another plant, another rock. How do we know if this wall next to us isn't conscious? Yeah, you're definitely right. And Sean, I'm glad you brought that up. Because um, something that's come up, well, I mean, at least in my non-research I've found, is something that they're calling naive realism. In which pretty much what it's saying is that because we're the people looking to understand what everything is, we never stop and ask who's looking through it. Like a dog barks, we can hear it as the dog barking. But to the dog, it doesn't sound like it's barking at all. It's trying to tell us something. Like the eye can't look upon itself. Mm -hmm. The knife can't cut itself kind of thing. So we are limited by our own human understanding to whatever we're looking at. Right. And so that may put a damper on what what we may perceive as consciousness because we're only looking through it through our own experience. And that is... While in and of itself it's very expanding, it helps us understand things, helps us understand better with like medicine and science and whatnot, but at the same time, we are limited to the scope of our own human eyes. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned a dog barking and his or her uh, attempt to assert some sort of message uh, or idea or need and... You know, it's similar to babies crying, right? A baby obviously is conscious, a dog is conscious. Um, But it can be related to another culture, um, another language, another person from another type of society in the world trying to communicate an idea through a different language that we don't understand. Um, And all of these things are 
mm-hmm. you know, separate from us and separate from our understanding of what words mean and our own ideas of what those words mean. Yeah. And so I think in all of these situations, there's a break um, in communicative kind of structure. Um, you, I'm talking to you. You're talking to me. The listeners are listening. They can understand what I'm saying. Hopefully. If I was speaking in Spanish, um, or I guess I'll use like a less common language for California. If I was speaking in Russian, um, probably Is most of our... Is that less common? Is it less common in California? Yeah, I think in California it's less. Zero research here again. I don't know. We don't know. I'm just assuming. Uh, but based on the fact that Mexico is right next to California, I'm going to say Russian is a little less common um, than Spanish. But say I'm speaking Russian, you can't understand me unless you speak Russian. Um, right there, my inability to communicate an idea to you makes me seem a little less conscious, if that makes sense. Because when it comes down to it, the ability to communicate an idea, the ability to reciprocate a connection, um, it kind of insinuates a lack of consciousness. See somebody sleeping on a bed. Well, that's because we can't understand what ideas you're conveying and therefore we're disregarding you because you're not making any sense. Exactly. That's my point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's apparent somebody's trying to tell you something. It's apparent somebody wants to convey an idea but when that idea is not expressed, that kind of dilutes um, with the conscious state, I guess, with the Can apparent I... conscious state. Wait, so now I don't want to put things into a box here, but are we saying that someone's no? Are we saying that someone trying to convey an idea that we don't understand is similar to a dog barking? To where we're just like, that thing, or that person, that being, that energy, that matter is trying to tell us something. But because we don't understand it, we are just going to put it into a neat little box over here. Right. And pretend like, yes, we know they're trying to tell us something, but it doesn't matter because we don't understand it. Not that it doesn't matter, uh, but that there's a break. I mean, having traveled to a place where people speak a different language, um, I can see... Like, when I spoke my English or broken Italian or whatever, like, I didn't make sense to whoever I was speaking to. And there was a kind of a, a disregard to what I was saying. Um, being somebody in another place that's trying to get a message across um, and trying to convey a need or an idea to somebody who doesn't understand it. Um, it's very apparent that you become lesser, and I, I, there's no doubt that that's a plight that uh, people who are foreign to the United States or foreign to anybody who speak, speaks English faces. Um, and then just as a kind of recognition to that separation between different types of consciousness and, and people who understand things differently... Um, I just wanted to point out that that exists. That that when somebody doesn't understand what's being conveyed, uh, they see the person who's trying to convey it as less conscious or less aware, uh, because they're outside of they're outside of their own understanding. 
Yeah, and honestly, in some cases, in some circumstances, not even less conscious, but lesser, less than in just the holistic sense. Right, and that's a big divide in the world. I think is that that's a big reason for racism is because yeah, you look at somebody it, it's who's mere, outside of yeah, it's a mere misunderstanding as them as others. Right, and um, it's just a mere misunderstanding when you get to the bottom and the root of what's actually causing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if we're conscious of that, <laughs> <laughs> Woo, no, you could have. But I do have another point. Like when people don't speak another language and you're talking to them, or someone's talking to them, and we see these videos all the time, or these references all the time, where people would think that shouting louder in the same language and a lot slower would help them understand better, but in reality, they're not under. It's not because you're talking too fast, or what you're saying isn't. They didn't hear it the first time, but and even in doing that is patronizing right, to them, right, right. which is yeah. kind of more subversive um, degradation of who they are when you're merely just trying to convey the same thing, which is just hey, I'm another human being. Um, where's the bathroom, like right. kind of thing. Cogito, ergo, some. I think therefore I am. Back to consciousness. <laughs> That was good. Yeah. But too bad I mean, not a lot of people speak Latin anymore. Sure, that's what it means. I think, therefore, I am. Uh, um, what's his name? His mom. Um, Jessica? Uh, Stacy's mom? Stacy's mom. She's got it going on. <laughs> no, uh, my old uh, couple I moved in with. Remember? Oh. Yeah. Um, his mom said, she, he said that his mom spoke Latin. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and I was that's, like, "That's awesome." What the fuck? No, no, no. But he also told me that she was on the board for Chevron and all these other bullshit lies. Anyways, I digress. Okay. Back to consciousness. There was a funny story, and Big Dick Daddy lives on. Big Dick Daddy. <laughs> uh, for those who are unacquainted with Big Dick Daddy, he was a former landlord of um, Mr. Joe here. Um, one night, I was very drunk after eating a lot of sushi and drinking a lot of beer. And I found his phone on the counter. Um, twas and, unlocked. Yeah, twas unlocked. Uh, he tapped on the phone and saw a message from Big Dick Daddy, which is the partner of the other landlord that Joey lived with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's who Big Dick Daddy is. Uh, back to consciousness. <laughs> uh, what does it mean to be conscious? Does it mean to just be aware? Does it mean to... Well, be alive and I'm gonna I'm gonna zoom out we'll get back to that but do you mind if I zoom out for a little bit right now please do that's amazing um zoom out I not like to not like three finger zoom but two finger like just a little okay. pinch just, just just a little just a little pinch um not what is consciousness but why the fuck do we have consciousness like Sean you're sitting right next to me right right I want you to check if you have to go pee Right now. I do have to go pee. Did you check? I checked. And what did that feel like? It felt like me sending a little guy down to my bladder. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm getting at. Most of the time, we're like up here in our, in our Gundam robot tower. Oh, Diet Pepsi, give it to me. Wah, wah, wah. Vegetables, feed this body, eat this food, hand move, kind of thing, right? So we're more up here in the tops of our heads. But when we have to pee or we have to do something in the lower half, we send some little guy to rappel down there to check. What the fuck is that? What is it 
on a metaphysical standpoint, or what is it on a physical standpoint? What is it? Well, okay, on a well, we're obviously metaphysical, but physical, yes, we're sending electric signals down to our bladder to. We have little sensors because it expands and then it touches the size and it's like, hey, you have to pee. That's the feeling you need to go pee. But metaphysically, what the fuck is that? Because you feel it going down and checking. Right. You, I mean, you track it. You're feeling the nerve impulses, right? You're feeling you're feeling that sensation travel down your spinal cord and into your bladder and then back up to yeah. your brain to tell you, hey, you got to fucking empty this shit or it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, metaphysically, I mean... The, I don't know. It's hard to say because it, it's hard to think about it on more than just a biological thing. Why are we talking about this more? I don't know. Like, science can't explain it. No. Like, me hitting this table, all that is is the molecules in the table repelling the molecules in my hand. Right. But this is 90% empty space. Sure. How the fuck? What? I don't know. What? We don't know why we're why we can think. We don't know that how electrical impulses or photons coming through our eyes creates this three-dimensional world. We don't know. So I think instead of asking what it is, maybe we should ask why. Sure, I mean, why are we conscious? Why But when we get to that, um when we say why are we conscious, we're kind of just assuming that not everything is conscious, like well, what? Why isn't I had this conversation recently too? Is who's to say that not everything is conscious? And I mean, to backtrack a little bit, we have to we have still haven't defined what consciousness is, um, or at least what we assume it to be. Um, let's say maybe that consciousness is the ability to think, to recognize the self, to generate ideas. And to be self-aware. Who's to say that not everything has that ability? Uh, Whether it's alive or not. I mean, I've mentioned the plant a few times. That theory that plants are conscious. Who's to say, though, that the floor isn't conscious? What if, since we're all made of atoms and the world around us is all atomic just with different weights and masses and and collections and arrangements what if the atom's conscious yeah what if that is what the uniting force of the universe is um the floor the chair we're sitting on the interface between my uh chair floor ass and jeans what is that like? What Say if that's that again, all conscious? Please. Chair, floor, ass, and jeans. Yeah, yeah, chair, floor, ass, and jeans. You should make a shirt that says that. So, if everything's conscious, then what more does that make us than everything else? Well, no, and I'm very glad you brought that up because if we're all just atoms and molecules swirling around, it's not, we're not contained in these bodies. Exactly. We are, it's a cloud. Like, yeah. it's just a mass. Like We're leaking atoms. Exactly. And yeah. me talking to you, the space of the air between this, my molecules have gone inside you. Yeah. And you have gone inside me. Yeah, yeah. I've taken in some of your atoms tonight, man. <laughs> yeah, you will later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you, Mom. Um, but no, with all seriousness, like, everything, like this table, the wood, 
It was. It was alive. It is still in our alive. Idea of what alive means. It is still alive. It is an ecosystem in and of itself. If we're just a collection of atoms, that wall's a collection of atoms. Right. Who's to say that it's not having the same thoughts or even experiences as we are? We can't see inside it. I mean, we can on a molecular level, yes, but we don't actually know what's going on inside. Exactly. Which I mean, we're merely a collection of molecules. Yeah, and it comes down to this idea, this conception. It's not measurable. Um, we can't measure our own consciousness and we feel it and we know it's there and we can conceive and think and, and speak and communicate it um, and that's the difference between us and other things but I mean just to say that is a little uh, is, a, is a little egocentric I think to say that we're the only ones that can communicate it well, because we are the only ones that can understand that communication yeah, but if we... No, you're definitely right. And then if we zoom out a little bit, like, look at the trees. If the trees can't breathe, we can't breathe. Look at those trees. Yes. <laughs> if the trees can't breathe, we can't breathe. The trees are our lungs. If the oceans stop moving, we die. So the oceans are our circulation. If if the earth... It's all connected. Right. If the earth stops being earth then we don't exist. Right. How, how, how are we so disconnected from that now to say that, oh, the earth doesn't matter or, oh... Um, I think that's a societal thing because you look at other cultures and... Um, like literally all of them. Periods and, and, of time. Every single one I mean, else outside of the U.S. Uh, eh, eh. Okay. I don't know. You look, at, you look at, I mean, we'll say like indigenous cultures to be exact. Well, and, and it uh, meant that, like, they were on the outside of the Well, US. yeah, yeah. Even the ones that were, but like, native. standing right... Yeah. No, yeah. even the native ones are outside of the, right. of the modern U.S. Um, but, you, but you look at these cultures, and, and they have a respect and an understanding from Mother Earth, and they, they have a spiritual connection to this natural environment. And understanding for what that means as as humans um, and a part of this natural environment. And we are thinking of ourselves as, you know, apart from the natural environment. Um, And it's become this very sort of separated state where we're humans. This is the earth. These are animals. We all coexist, sure, but we exist in our own right. And... There's no connection. Um, and to, to even begin to think that it's not all connected, um, to even begin to think that maybe, you know, we're not all conscious on the same level, maybe that we're not all equal in some way, is very... Asinine? It's asinine. That's exactly the, the perfect word. I was trying to think of a word. That's the perfect word. It's and, um, and we're not telling you to go chain yourself to a tree or anything. No, but just try to understand. We're all made of the same shit. We're all made of stardust. We are um, stardust. The, the, we're all stardust, dude. We're all at. It's all atoms. Um, it's all an ecosystem. It's all an organism. Uh, who's to say that we're not all part of some? Master plan? Mm, no. <laughs> Big being, like... No, no, definitely, like, we are literally, we are the Earth. It's a, it's a, it's a fractal organization. Yeah. Think of the atom, 
Think there's, of, a, there's parts of the atom, right? There's protons, neutrons, electrons. That arranges do, do, decahedrons. <laughs> that arranges to to create molecules. Yeah. The molecules arrange to create elements. The elements arrange to create everything else. That arranges to create the universe as we know it. And just because we can't perceive outside of that universe, just because we can't perceive beyond at the moment, doesn't mean that it's not one enormous organism with each part individually acting as an integral portion of this larger living being that in itself may be conscious, may, may in itself be aware of it, its own existence and yeah, knowledge. Have the same struggles. Yeah. I'm, Do the other planets think they look fat in those genes? <laughs> you know, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. But with all seriousness, um, I think Sean definitely has a point that we are a part of a bigger being, not necessarily another deity or putting for some grand plan or something, but just to recognize that if the earth can't breathe, we can't breathe. If, you know, it ceases to exist, so do we. How does that not lend any sort of connectedness to what we're doing here? Right. I mean, you know. And, I mean, look look at the Big Bang. What came before the Big Bang? They don't know. They don't know. Yeah, they have no idea. But also, Sean, where did you come from? Like, you're being, you're this, this... Suit skin you're in. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember uh, where I came from before I was born. Well, your mom and your dad were looking well, at each other with yeah, some pony feelings. I came from my my daddy's balls and my mom's ovaries. Yeah, but you started yeah. out as a dot, right? Sure, a point so, in space. Yes. Yeah. A single point. Yes, a single point in your mother's uterus that expanded into this. Yeah. That's a lot like the Big Bang. Sure is. It started out as whatever it was, because we don't know, and it exploded. True. Into this massive universe, or so what we can prove. Something that we haven't mentioned, which falls directly in line with this, uh, might be a little off topic for consciousness, but the egg theory, and I think we've spoken about this off mic. That is not off consciousness. You're right on point, brother. Continue. I mean... So the egg theory, for those unacquainted, um, I was I was enlightened through a YouTube channel called Kurgskizat. Um, I'm not sure how to spell it. Just type in. I was about to ask you. I, I was I was just ty- I would just say type in the egg theory on yeah. YouTube. And the first animation heavy, very slick looking video, uh, probably Kurgskizat. I mean, yeah, you'll see. It the has name. the most views. Um, it is one of the most interesting theories of life and consciousness that I've ever come across. Essentially, um, a, a kind of reincarnation-esque kind of theory, it is saying that we're all the same being. We're all well, part of a universal egg. Do you want to give a general synopsis? So, this guy dies. Yeah, I mean, okay. And yeah. he goes to the afterlife. Yeah, whatever it is. And he questions it, and he's like, well, who are you? And then the um, the afterlife guide, I don't want to call him a god, um, but he continues to explain to him that you have been there before multiple times, 
and um, you've been that truck driver, you've been Hitler, you've been Jesus, you've been the Jews that Hitler killed. You've Essentially been, saying that we're all the same person. We're... Just reliving the lives yes. of each person through history and, forever. And because you're so only aware of your own consciousness at the light in the life that you are inside of in that moment you see other people as other people and that you don't recognize them as yourself because you're only self-aware of your own of that, that life's own consciousness so the guy on the subway or this dude on the bus um they're just other people to you because you're only aware of your own consciousness and I did, after seeing the video, I was like, that, they couldn't put that in a YouTube video. So I went, and I, it's a short story by Andy Weir. If you look up The Egg by Andy Weir, you can find the transcript or just watch. The YouTube video is a lot easier. And I did a side-by-side -side comparison to it, and it's literally the exact transcript. So don't feel like you're being cheated. It is word for word what Andy Weir did wrote down in his short story. But um, anyway, Sean, I, what are your thoughts on that? No, egg? I mean, that's you said it perfectly. Um... Just to think that, you know, we're all the same organism, we're all the same being, um, and, and that consciousness is what separates us, that actually becomes an interesting thing. Because in that situation, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, if, you're, if you're adamant about um, agreeing with the egg theory, if it resonates with you, if you think that we're reincarnated after every death to become another person in another life um, where time then is we would all be you know, where time is irrelevant we'd all be living that same life at that same time and I, I think what we failed to mention is also that in this situation the universe is created for us to grow as a consciousness um, we are all one collective consciousness that is becoming um, a god, so to speak, by way of experience. So each time the egg theory asserts, each time you die, you're reincarnated into another life. Um, and when you're done living all of those lives, that's when you're ready to progress in your growth as what what he what we are calls a, a god. Mm -hmm. um, and you continue to grow. So the the egg theory is to say that our universe our our uh, consolidated experience is an egg in which we're all growing and then that's the point. Um, but at the same time, in that consciousness is our separation. Uh, we're all individually conscious. When we're reincarnated, I'm conscious in my life. I have my own connections, my own experiences. Uh, Joe is consciousness, Joe is conscious in his own life. All the listeners are conscious in their own life. Um, and it's interesting to think that in the egg theory, we're all a collective soul. Uh, but consciousness is what separates us. And that's really trippy. But another thing that the egg does mention is that every time you've um, persecuted yourself, or I'm sorry, persecuted another, or have dismissed another, you're persecuting yourself. And when you've been kind to another, you're being kind to yourself, which resonated a lot with me because a lot of the issues or um, anger I have towards other people, I can realize within myself. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I just thought that was really interesting, and maybe maybe we are collective conscious. Maybe I am Sean wanting to know what Sean's life looks like. Maybe I am me wanting to know what my life looks like. Maybe I'm you wanting to know what the listener's life looks like. Right. I mean, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I I mean, it's really interesting. Go check it out. It's on YouTube. You can find it or read the short story. I think it's actually on Audible, but it literally is two pages long, so it's not that bad of a read. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it. I listened to it. It it's really trippy, um, but I mean, if anything, at least it's food for thought. Like you don't have to. It's not some set of beliefs or anything like that. Yeah, I mean that's what that po- this podcast is intended to be: food for thought, um, ideas presented to you with no research. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess limited. But we didn't. We didn't limited watch... research that is is kind of like secondary to the podcast. Oh, uh, it's supplemental because I did not watch the egg video or read the short story to talk about it. I watched it because I wanted to watch it, and you're just getting the shit that I'm regurgitating because I wanted to talk yeah. about it with you. This podcast is just uh, um, throwing up into the mic. I think. Yeah, you should hear what I have to cut. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do, like, a separate thing where it's just everything you cut just mashed together. Oh, we maybe we can start a Patreon. That'd put it be behind cool. a paywall. Oh, yeah. Yep. If you guys pay, you can hear all the shit that we talked about that you didn't hear. It's about all you one and a half listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we say half because you start listening to it and you realize how bad it is and you turn it off. Oh, yeah. And that's okay. I wouldn't listen to this either. <laughs> now I'm fucking with you. We talk about a lot of interesting shit, and I, I enjoy this. I do. It's a creative outlet, but Sean, I do have to ask you something that I thought about, like in the midst of you talking. I mean, I know we talked, we t- we talked a lot off mic before, like in between. Well, we're banking up episodes right now, which is kind of why we're drinking kind of the same things, um, episode to episode. But um, even in the midst of, in the middle of talking about talking between the podcasts, we talked about some meta, you know, whatever consciousness conversations. But I did want to ask you, because I've been thinking about this a lot, is why do you think it takes this type of medium to have this type of conversation? Why can't you and me, you and I, Sean and I, Sean Mantha, talk about consciousness in and of itself? It's interesting. I mean, at least to me, I would love to. If somebody just came up to me and would talk to me about consciousness, I would fucking sit there for hours. I love this question. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. Um, something that I talked about Joey, talked talked to with Joey um, off mic earlier was um, an essay by Michael Foucault um, called Heterotopias and Utopias, Other Spaces. Um, and essentially what Foucault's asserting in the essay is that, you know, you have the, the platonic real, um, the, the unreal, and the hyperreal, which is the resin, uh, the representation of you know, you know whatever's being represented. Um, Any we'll, ideas? We'll take a mirror from. With that example, is like if you're looking in the mirror, you're real. Um, what's being reflected is the hyperreal, the representation, and then you have the the unreal, which is your expectation of what that reflection shows. Um, and the heterotopia is what's inside the mirror, what you're seeing, what you expect that to be like, and how it all intersects. Um, and I think when we're recording, 
Um, we look at our fan base as a heterotopia, right? We look at our expectation of what the fan base is. Um, we think about people listening to the podcast. We what, think about what they like. What they're thinking we about. We think about the reflection of ourselves. Um, how we come off. How we come off, yeah, is exactly. It, is it interesting? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's an expectation to present, right? There's an expectation to... Um, put forth ideas that are stimulating um, and there is the idea of what the fan base is and then there's the reality of what the fan base is um, and it's the intersection of all of these things that creates this heterotopia that we're trying to jump into because as I told you earlier um, I think that what life is and what we are as a species what we are as humans it's this it's this attempt to try to enter this heterotopia. Uh, we're looking at the mirror, we're looking at our reflection, we're trying to jump into it. It's something that can't be reached. It's something that exists outside of ourself. Um, and it's something that's essentially a utopia with a grounding, right? It's something that, mm-hmm. it's a utopia that seems attainable. Um, and I think that that's, you know, the medium through which we are able to speak about this kind of thing. Um, so because we, we, well, because we want the listeners to perceive us in a certain way, we're having these interesting conversations to where we can share our ideas on these topics out so people were, will perceive us differently, or we can live in that optimistic ideal that we are being perceived as thinkers rather than just two homeless looking dudes hanging out. <laughs> it could be that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really a spectrum of reasons. Um, that being one of them. Another one is that we just want to present ideas to you guys and we want to kind of get these things that we think in our own minds out. And, um, you know, we don't really have a medium through which to express these thoughts. Um, it's a brainstorming exercise to you. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Do you think it's because not to, do you think it's because these ideas, I mean, I think about this all the time. My brain's constantly going about consciousness, about checking to have, see if you have to go pee or whatever. Um, just like, not even where we came from, but why. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, but whatever it is, I mean, we're definitely putting out this podcast for you guys. Um, you guy, all you peoples, you people, you person. What do you mean by you people? <laughs> the, the people that are listening to the podcast, uh, what, it, whether it be heterotopia, whether it, whether it be a desire to capture that reflection and live within it whether it be um a kind of desire to capture what consciousness means and determine whether or not we're all interrelated and interconnected within this universe um we're putting this podcast out for you guys um and we definitely are just trying to pose questions and ideas and um you know progress that school of thought because we could talk about this all day we can talk ourselves. about it forever and we do no yeah. we, we legitimately do we do but at the same time 
I think about things throughout the week. It was like, oh, I should talk about Sean, talk talk about this topic with Sean, and then let it loose to the public and see what they think. And but anyway, Sean. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't come to an answer about consciousness. Yeah, me too. Because if we did, we'd be fucked. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to have you here in Little Rock, Arkansas, on 24th and um, Highland Street. Good to be uh, home, sweet home in Arkansas. Yeah, that's Sweet Home Alabama, because that's where it is in oh, Arkansas. Yeah. Joey, do you have anything to plug? Um, I just have the past podcast and this podcast. Yep. Um, just drink about it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your moms. Um, just drink it, about one on Twitter. Yes. Um, again, I'm going to give Joey shit for that, because I do have to do it every time. That is my fault. Um, um, and then at Sean.Boz. On Instagram, S E A N dot B O Z. Excuse me. Um, yeah, so that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks, love guys. You. Love you. Bye. Love you all. I have to piss.